So, this movie is called Air Bud Spikes Back, which we thought was really funny because there's also Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. And we were going to do this huge intro, and there was going to be Star Wars jokes, but, man, we just don't have the energy anymore. This, this, this damn movie... <laughs> I'm emotionally dead inside. You yeah. can't make me do anything more for this. Anyway, welcome to Rough Cuts. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is Airbud 5, the fifth movie in the... I was going to say Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> but I didn't because I'm not you. So I <laughs> You have Air to keep Bud. this in. You can't just cut it to only when I make mistakes. That's, that's not fair. Cinematic Universe. I, I opened two beers and I had one sip in. This isn't how this works. God damn it. <laughs> This is a movie that is a television episode stretched out over an entire 90 minutes. Oh man, it's and stretched. it's Oh, and even then, the television episode is still split into two distinct movies. There is a good half of this movie that's kind of interesting and unfortunately it is the much smaller portion. Mm. And then there is the family part of this movie which is total pablum and stretched out way too far if you were going to write a script for a airbud movie you would have to hit a certain amount of goals right we would yeah. have to hit uh, the dog is introduced in this case there's actually history behind the dog because this is the fifth movie in the franchise and the stories are somehow connected like yeah they kind of just assume that you know a little bit yeah so the dog's introduced family stuff happens dog needs to do sport for some reason and then dog excels at sport that's the general yes. formula right that's exactly the formula that you're looking at that's pretty much for a lot of different kinds of movies around this time so when did they introduce wolverine in the blob and why wasn't it that formula <laughs> <laughs> That's my they, they introduced Wolverine and the Blob in the very credits of this movie. It started out right away. They had the Royal Flush uh, plumbing van, like, right Which away. Which is Gambit, by the way. Yes. Yep, I whole... was waiting for Patrick Stewart, but he didn't show up for some reason. He must have lost his invitation to the set. Yeah, it's not tied into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's definitely tied into the X-Men Cinematic oh, Universe. for sure. Anyway, we're introduced to Wolverine and the Blob, which are two bumbling, idiot, Home Alone crooks, I guess. They're kind of crooks. They're more hillbilly X-Men rejects. Yeah, the Wolverine character has the most obvious false front, like, hillbilly teeth. They're great. Yeah. And they're, they're so bad. They're amazing. There's some really good stuff with these two. Like, they're just very over-the-top and wacky and just... All of the, the stupid clown shoes stuff that you'd expect from a fifth sequel to Airbud. Like, it just, it needs to be some wacky shit, and it was great. They're zany hijinks, by the way. They do set this up immediately. They are breaking into a museum to steal the Chaos Emerald that Barack Obama originally stole so he could become supersonic, which is now locked away in a museum in the Midwest in Portland. 
Yeah, the endless Gemerald or whatever, yes. Yeah, it was really weird. And and then they meet up with Paul Blart Mall Cop at the museum, who doesn't have a fart joke. And it's, it's so then... close. It got so close to fart joke. It tried really, really hard to get there. And instead, they did a lot of literal yeah. toilet humor. They had a plugged toilet. They were pretending to be plumbers. And they scope out the place to steal the gem. And, and when they're scoping out the place, we realize, through movie magic, that the gem is in an open room covered in Mission Impossible lasers that everybody can see with the naked eye. Okay, we yeah. have a setup for a zany heist movie, right? At this point, yeah, I was strapped in, ready to go. I was in for this movie. This was great. It was such over-the-top zany garbage with, like, a bunch of... yeah. Actors just chewing scenes everywhere. And they're so and they, over the top. It's great. They're so, they're so bad. Like, they know exactly what movie they're in. And so they look over here. They see that there's a grate. And they're like, oh, we can send something through the vents and get the, the Gemerald through that way. And, and because it's the Airbud universe, they are aware of the existence of Airbud, who also happens to randomly live in their town. And, yes. And they are trying to figure out what to do. But they don't actually see Airbud in a dog person uh, until later on in the movie. That, yeah, that whole scene happens. Wasn't this movie about volleyball? <laughs> Wait, yes! Okay, hold up! That is a really good point! I totally forgot that's what this movie's about. Wait, what? Yeah, you're right. Where the fuck does that Wait. come in? These feel. How far in are we? Now we have to move on to some dumb bullshit. That's the waste time <laughs> between the next scene that I actually care about. Right? God, yes, I am so bad at this movie. That's all that this is. This is like. A minute and a half of goofy heist movie that looks somewhat interesting as a small child. And then we'll get, like, that minute and a half and immediately 20 minutes plus of just, like, really, really claustrophobic family conversations. And they're just the most low-energy, boring, flat shots in the universe. They're awful. Everything just feels very made-for-television, like, really tight shots of static people just talking at each other over and over and over and over. I, like I mean, this... it's not just them talking to each other. They're also talking about raising money like good kids by doing work like babysitting because you're a 13-year-old girl and dog sitting and all this other stuff because Girl 1, who is our main character, who I do not remember the name of at all, <laughs> Do you... Did she have a name? I, I. She must have, right? I don't know. I don't know at all. I do not I remember have a name. No <laughs> idea. I. I don't. We didn't even give her a name. I tried to blank these people out. Yeah, I tried to blank these people out the minute they showed up on screen. <laughs> yeah, these people even... are. These I, people I are human that. vanilla yogurt. Like we, did, we didn't even give her a name. <laughs> I have no idea who she is. Girl one, that's her name. Girl one. These are the vanilla yogurt Jesus of people. Christ. Like it's bad. <laughs> These people are so bland and flavorless. It is incredible. Speaking of bland and flavorless, this movie has a Baskin Robbins. 
Oh boy, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, how it does. It does indeed. Every five minutes, somebody has a Baskin Robbins ice cream in their hand. That whether it's the heist guys, like they have a small shot of the heist movie. They go back for a brief, brilliant moment to have the heist people again. Just to have reaction shots of them with Baskin Robbins on right. stakeouts waiting for Airbud. It's great. I, I mean, it's not it's not just, you know, Wolverine and the Blob with Baskin Robbins, though. There's oh, no. another character, which I fucking hate, which is our Dennis <laughs> the Menace slash Omen horror murder kid. <laughs> which, yes, that's exactly what this small child is. And, and this kid, which is like three. You know that this is an actual human being, right? We just call him I mean, an omen that child. That doesn't change the fact that he's the omen child just because he's a real human. Fuck. It really does. It doesn't at all. He is also the son of the director of this movie. 110%. He has to be. 100% the son of Satan. <laughs> Did you see the one that made this movie? Like, like okay. <laughs> <laughs> the director of this movie is Satan, and his there, small there's, child. There's cute dog antics going on, and then this small child gets the the camera panned over, and he's just looking fucking death stare at some child across the way. You're like, oh, that kid's dead. <laughs> that kid did not survive the shoot. Oh God. <laughs> this, this kid's not acting in the slightest. It's no. just a little... It's all just reaction shots of an actual toddler just, like, seeing a dog. And he's just going, like, yay, puppy, and clapping his hands. And then they're like, okay, yeah. that's in the movie, I, I guess. I don't know. We had to put Jim in. It's, like, it's the director's kid. Like, yeah. put him in. That's We gotta do it. There's even this one point where the mom character's like, hey, Billy, how'd the day go? Oh, we did some stuff and stuff. And then just walks off scene. Like, they weren't done shooting the scene. The kid just fucking left. And then yes, it, it hard yeah, cuts to the mom. Absolutely. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. They ad-libbed every scene with this child. This child was just doing actual reaction shots to the adults. And they were just like, eh, oh that's God. fine. Keep it in. It's good. Close enough. <laughs> this kid was awful. It was so bad. Every time he turned back on screen, I was like, oh, God, no. Please, just Please get forward. this kid out of here. It was, and all of his scenes were absolutely extraneous. There was so much extraneous stuff in this movie. I kind of want to sum this part of the movie up as montage the movie. It's just so much filler. So she's got like a montage scene of her having fun with her friend. Mm -hmm. But then her friend moves away and says a montage of the friend moving away. And then like they have like a memory box and whatever we need we need to summarize this a little bit better though because it's not just that she's talking to her friend and the friend's moving away they're setting it up the setup here is that she is growing up and her friends are disappearing this is a normal thing that happens when kids grow up like i, I don't know yes. if your experience was like this but when i grew up in school i lived in a town that had an airbase that means most of the kids mm. that went to my school immediately left the year after. Yeah, it's all So, so they're uh, trying to be like, this breath. is a family thing. All your friends will leave. You need to grow up and be a person, and maybe you'll see them again someday. They're setting up that she's her best friend. They really, really are, you know, great together. They're, they're going to see each other even after she moves. That's the setup. And this is a very weird corporate way to sell, like, growing up. And it doesn't really work. No. But they're yeah. trying? 
it, it tries to have a few little arcs for people, but it's done in a very superficial way, right? Like, it's yeah. kind of done checkmark, checkmark, checkmark. There's no real tension in the movie at any point. Like, the heist movie maybe a little bit, but that's mostly just played for laughs. And the whole family stuff just comes across really flat because it's just done on the most surface level way possible. Like... It's supposed to be about her friends moving away and her growing up, and then there's another arc for her a little bit later, kind of, of, like, the sports arc when we get to that. <laughs> there's multiple arcs to this movie, but, yeah. Well, there's no, a very she, uh, clear-cut point in the film where it's suddenly a sports movie, but... Where it transitions, yes. But, so she's a... She's having her friend move away, and so they have, like, kind of a montage of all those kinds of memories, and, like, oh, like, she's growing up, and then... They have montages of her trying to find a job. So then it's like mm. a montage of her finding, trying to find a job and then her um, having a pet sitting job. And then after that, the dogs all get loose because of the parrot, which is the other best part of the okay, film. This we is the only good part of the we family didn't, part. We didn't introduce the parrot. We didn't introduce the parrot. Okay, I forgot about so, that. Yes. Okay. The, what is happening is there is a neighbor. Oh, God. There is a neighbor yes. slash. Keep that in, Keep Grandma. In. <laughs> don't don't Na- shoot it. Neighbor Grandma? Is that? Uh, yeah, it's it is really neighbor unclear. Grandma. She has a parrot, which can definitely talk like a human and not like a parrot. <laughs> and, it's real good. And the parrot is somebody that she talks to a lot and carries with her on her shoulder, and it's actually really cute. That parrot also is kind of an asshole. And kind of, absolutely kind, kind of the bringer of the end of days, which matches up to the omen child that we were talking about earlier. And I'm starting to piece together. I need to get a whiteboard. One second. Do you have string? There's a lot of, there's a lot of connections I need, Okay, hold on, hold on, on, hold on. There's, <laughs> I need some string. Because we are matching omen child to demon parrot. Okay, so demon parrot... <laughs> learns to meow because someone says meow to it and then it just constantly is meowing and it really No, it's because there's a well there's a cat commercial. There's a cat commercial in the background. I forgot. There was a like really, really bad Yeah, there's a really, really bad jingle like cat commercial, like an old meow mix kind of commercial. They did it specifically for this movie. Like it's not an actual commercial. It's made specifically for the movie, but it's done in that style. Imagine if it was the meow mix song but but not a song. And they no, just said meow just, a lot. They just went meow, 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 meow. Yeah, and that was with, the commercial. And no that's tune, literally it. No tune at yeah. all. <laughs> like, they were clearly referencing meow mix, but they yes. couldn't legally pay for No, so it was just meow, and it was only meow. And this, so this parrot's like going, meow, 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 in the same, yeah, in the same kind of jingle way that the actual commercial was and that makes all of the dogs go buck wild and that's when the bird who has learned the meow 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 thing yeah escapes out the gate and starts screaming meow 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 which immediately sets up all the dogs right yeah so like omen bird and omen child lead the dogs away like pied piper i'm I'm actually seriously thinking this is some sort of weird pied piper horror thing it has to be yeah, no so the, the bird happens. leaves, and then the child chases it, and then all the dogs chase them, and we get this, the first, like, actual good scene from the family part of things, where it's a little bit more action, like, things happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it's like the dog's all running around and, like, causing damage at the local fair kind of thing, or, like, some farmer's market-style 
like outdoor bizarre. I don't know. They were just kind of stalls everywhere, just on the small town. But they were like running through, just trashing everything. The weird part about this scene was that they did set up a very clear thing to be paid off, and they kind of didn't. So they had a vase that like, as all the dogs were running through, they start trembling in the ground and the vase is rocking back and forth. And it has really, really clearly on the front of it, $500 in like this huge yellow kind of like post-it note. And we'd seen earlier that she needed $600 for this trip and like she'd raised most of the money. So like really clearly setting it up like, oh, they're gonna break this vase. She's gonna have to pay for it. And that's where all her money goes. And the dogs race through and finally the vase flies into the air. I also like that nobody has been angry about this yet. Oh, that's $500. Remember we had the, the big thing on it. The dog's gonna catch it. Oh, wait. He's gonna he hit gonna it back. Like, Fuck it. What? 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 Oh the, my god. What? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm... And then Buddy catches it with his head. Well, he just... Okay, you say catch. <laughs> let's let's go back a second. Buddy does not okay. catch does the not face catch, with his no. head. It goes over his head, completely engulfing it, and he is wearing yes. it like a ceremonial fucking mask. <laughs> yes. That yeah, is I was wondering how they were gonna <laughs> I was hoping that they were gonna do like some actual like puppetry where they're basically gonna like grab it with his paws i thought that's when they were going to introduce the volleyball he's going to like set the vase volleyball set it and then it lands on like a mattress that's randomly on the side or something dumb but okay, it yeah. was even I was dumber than that. that would happen yeah it was really good it was so bad and like and then suddenly she's just paying them all for the damages anyways which yeah. does make sense but in the logic of the movie it doesn't because there was such a clear setup and then the payoff just is kind of like Oh, never mind. He actually caught that. Oh, but oh, we still need her to lose the money. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess she pays the, all the other people, and it's like, I guess. Yeah. It felt I guess. So thrown but, together. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. Like, there's a lot of little things like that where it's like, they've got the setup and payoff, and it's there, but it's done in a really weird way that makes it so that it removes all of the tension and all of the setup. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just, there's like a it's setup there, writing, and it's like a payoff, but it's not quite a payoff it just kind of peters out oddly so yeah that, there's a lot of that in this movie and that was like kind of like the most basic perfect example of it eventually we're now 21 minutes into this movie and we finally had like it was around here that they also get introduced like to the neighbor boy who is Screech 2. They've cloned oh, many Screeches. Sports they Screech is my favorite Screech. Screech. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sports Screech. I I mean I hate Sports Screech, but at at times Sports Screech has a chance to shine, and he goddamn takes it. We're we're introduced to Sports Screech, but it's kind of an unimportant scene. It's just a oh boy next door, haha, and then that's it. It's basically pointless, other than that he skateboards and carries a volleyball everywhere. And carries a volleyball. volleyball, yeah, like movie. they. And he's wearing, like, a jersey. Like, they basically do everything possible to have this boy be sports guy. Like, I'm surprised he didn't also have, like, a baseball glove on. And, like, yeah. a, hat, a hat that said, like, that hey, he worked for Timberwolves or I'm something. Sports like, you know what I mean? I'm a I like sports. He was... <laughs> Yo, you ever played volleyball? I played volleyball. I even skateboard when I played volleyball. Yo, skateboarding volleyball player here. My name's Screech. <laughs> he did <laughs> so many sports things Jesus. with him. Like, 
they made him such a sports guy. And the best thing was, as I feel like they had to do that, because this is like the scrawniest, nerdiest kid to be sports guy. He doesn't guy. look like a sports was, guy at all. No. no. So I think that they were just like, throw more sports at this kid. Like, we gotta make him more sports. He's not the sports guy yet. Who hired this kid? So they just have to slap as many sports things on him as they can at all times. At, after we're introduced to Sports Screech... There's like three different scenes I I just wrote family shit. <laughs> but but in between them we get a special guest appearance by Jeffy Chase's Chocho from Karate yes. Dog. <laughs> oh man, it was for like so, five frames. This is our first example of something that definitely was a problem with this film, where it felt like they filmed it and then they realized they had nowhere near enough footage to actually make a film. And so they went back and did reshoots because it is all like really bad green screens and reshoots and stuff. Yeah. They have this small dog that I think is Buddy's like wife kind of thing. I don't know, like his dog uh, wife. I think but it's I just feel the like... neighbor's dog that she's dog-sitting. I don't think it actually means anything. Don't... So there's a another dog there, this little dog, and it's like a, a little like Shih Tzu kind of, like that style of dog, some kind of breed like that. Kind of like most Man. of the performances in this movie. <laughs> yes. But there's this little dog, and it goes to run towards the grandma that we get introduced to, neighbor grandma. Yeah. And as it's running for about five seconds, I caught it. There is this hard cut to a different, much larger dog. Totally different. <laughs> like a whole different like breed. A Not even dog vaguely close. Too. It is exactly the same dog as in the karate dog, though. Yeah. It is absolutely Chevy They Chevy. might have used the same model. Like, I, I was surprised oh. that Chevy Chase was not in the credits. I am so dead set that that was Chevy Chase. <laughs> I like that you think that Chevy Chase was the dog. <laughs> no, I'm glad that's like think, in your mind. In my head, Chevy Chase is the... now this dog. Yes. That is <laughs> so how that works. They had to get him, Chevy Chase himself, no, to mocap it. They didn't get the animation. <laughs> they got Chevy Chase to come on set and not say anything for five frames. So they just put that in the movie. Just imagine the Chevy Chase in a mocap suit running across the green screen to look like a dog. <laughs> And then, do you want me to say anything? I can no. say, look at the chassis on that lassie. Chevy, no, no, shut thanks. the fuck up. <laughs> no, this is a Disney film, sir. Please shut up. We don't need any of your shit in this movie. Just run across the green screen. God damn it. Who hired this Dude, we need I didn't know that Chevy Chase was the original Andy Serkis. Featuring, they should have put that on the box, not featuring the voice of Chevy Chase. I would have been more interested. <laughs> well, wow, why is Chevy Chase not in this film? To be fair, there's a much better chance of the film being good without Chevy Chase in it. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, 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 I'm all for movies that don't start Chevy Chase after Karate Dog. I'm dying. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, I, okay, okay. That five frame scene was so good. Uh, it's then, really solid. After a lot more family shit that no one cares about. This is what the family movie is. <laughs> like, ten seconds of glorious, real bad reshoots and stuff. And then, like, a bunch of garbage that you just do not care about at all. Oh, man. This is why we have to talk so long about, like, these very oh. few scenes. Because the rest of this is just so bland. Oh. It's all of them just being like, 
Well, I hope I can go and see my friend. Oh, when are you going to go see her friend? And then, like, the kid going and getting ice cream. So in here, there's a little, like... I wouldn't even know if I call it a subplot. This is just the way of them to get Baskin Robbins in every frame there are of this so movie. So many ice cream scenes. So, yeah, what it was is like the kid runs Airbud through like a, a course to win a contest, like 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 a dog run course kind of thing, and he wins the contest. And because of that, he wins like free lifetime ice cream or that, something. That's like just so wins... they can shoehorn in ice cream at any moment. Yep. So, like, that's, that's what that so much for. of this is. is it's, like, montages of this that, kid going and getting ice cream with the dog. I and do like, want to point out that the yeah. dogs in that race scene are adorable. Yes. No, all like, the dogs, all the dogs, all the dogs are, are adorable. adorable in this movie. Like, every There's dog. Not nearly enough of them, though. That's part of the problem, is that it's, like, they'll be doing all of this family stuff for, like, ten minutes, and then they'll go, oh, 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 um, oh, man, we haven't showed the dog in a while. And it'll just hard cut to a close-up of the dog watching them doing it. And that's all that it is for most of the family stuff. Like, for a very, very long time. It would just be them doing family things with little, like, five-second cuts of dog being there just watching it. It's like they forgot about the dog, and then they're like, yeah. oh, shit, we need to edit that in. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, my God, dog movie's still here, yeah. Uh, anyways, Ugh. after all the family shit and the bland performances and bad line delivery mm-hmm. of literal nothingness and kid shit happening... Our two friends finally come back into the movie, and we are reintroduced to Wolverine and the Blob, as they are now trying to steal not only Buddy, but also the Parrot, because they want to get both of them for some reason so they can steal the gem. Yeah, in case you didn't remember, this is actually a heist film. (laughs) The whole movie is involving this, and I don't remember anything else. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> no. This was 40 minutes, like, between these two scenes. Yeah. Like, they had the, the setup for the heist, and then it was like, I think that this happened at 35 well, minutes in. But anyway, so we're ripped back to this heist scene, and suddenly we're we're back in heist movie, and now they're taking the bird, because, because the they're bird doing an old away, lady right? who's, yeah, they're doing an yeah. old, old lady who swallowed the fly situation. See, they need the dog to get the gem, and they need the bird to get the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so like they just like they're going down this chain of how to like steal the dog. But yeah, so they actually have a chase scene with the bird kind of thing. Yeah, they steal the bird and then we don't see them for another like 20 minutes again. And we do get a okay, we get a couple good moments. There's the moment where weird grandma makes really weird sandwiches. And yes. it's kind of gross and I don't know why it's in there other than for a weird quirk. But she has, yeah, like, was... a raisin sandwich and an asparagus sandwich for no reason. Yeah, like, it was, like, raisin and butter or yeah, mayonnaise or something. raisin and butter something. and mayo like... and, like, lettuce or something. I don't... Yeah. It was... Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's a Midwest thing? I'm from the Midwest, though, and I don't know that. <laughs> so, it was... I'm so lost. Just... We need something to make this a character, and so yeah. I guess that she makes wacky bad sandwiches. And and we're also thankfully blessed with the scene where Sports Screech throws a fucking volleyball through a second story window <laughs> yes. and hits girl one in the head as she's sleeping while cute dog is next to her. <laughs> so good. Yeah, this was this is the one moment where Sports Screech shines. It's amazing. So we have I wanna set up this whole scene because it's gold. It's She's started to learn volleyball kind of thing, and he's going to wake her up. But, like, we don't really know that yet. She's just laying in bed, 
we get the start of this and she's kind of got like a soft smile on her face as the sun filters through her window and touches her face and then just like a close-up of her face and she kind of gets a little smile like she's waking up Did they get enough money to go to California? Oh! Flashback! Flashback! Oh, flashback happened! Flashback. Fucking write it! Alright, finally! What? <laughs> oh my god, that definitely counts as hurt by volleyball! That was amazing! <laughs> Holy shit! What? Okay, that was the best part of this movie! <laughs> Holy fucking no-scope that bitch! Yeah, he did! Jesus! <laughs> Jesus. Like, fucking that's it. some wanted shit! <laughs> And then, just boom! She just gets nailed in the face of this volleyball, and you cut to outside where Screech is like on the ground floor, looking way up at yeah. her, and he nailed her. Just he fucking beamed her. He wanted this volleyball into her face, like oh he God. no scoped her through this window on the second floor from like. Where it's like almost straight vertical and then straight sideways. There, it's there's so no good. way he could have seen in. No, no, not there, at all. There's absolutely no way he even could have known she was there. But he there was had definitely to be a... waiting. Boinks, there had to be a second spiker. <gasps> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> There's a, a whole thing. There had Check to the be. Grass the angles old. don't work. The angles don't work. Wait, there had get, to be someone else. I need else. to get more yarn for my whiteboard. One second. It had to be second, Buddy. There had to be Buddy from the treehouse. There's a second spiker. There's an open child and a demon bird. Oh my god. <laughs> So this girl gets assassinated. Oh She's just dead. She is murdered by this volleyball yeah. from this child. And then she just gets up, looks out the window, and is like, oh, yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> yeah. It's right. just like, yeah, and it seems just means nothing. She just gets up and <laughs> goes outside. Then we just get scenes of her playing volleyball for 30 There's minutes. There's like 20 to 30 minutes of montage volleyball <sighs> learning to play the game bullshit. Yeah, there's a scene of her trying out and not being very good at the game and this is her this is the start of her second arc there's this whole scene of her like being not very good at the game and then they're kind of like oh well like everybody else is doing pretty okay but man she really doesn't know how to volleyball so i thought that it was going to be that airbud would have to time in for her um we i'm actually wrong on that i ended up being wrong somebody else gets injured kind of thing or leaves no they leave it's some random character we've never heard of just leaves <laughs> yeah she's out yeah but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Anyway, so there's a scene of her sucking, and then, like, immediately after that, they have, like, this scene of her practicing and sucking. And then they go to, like, another scene of their first game, where she's, again, shown sucking, and everybody's, like, mad at her for being bad. And it's like, there's so much stretched out there, because we already had a montage setting up that she's bad at volleyball. Okay, we get it. That's the setup. And then they just go, like, oh, man, we need another five minutes. Let's set this up again. And all of these volleyball scenes are, they actually had a beach and they did a lot of it at the beach, but then they did a lot of just reusing the same clips over and over and over and over and over. Like they had, it's 20 to 30 minutes of montage volleyball stuff of them at the beach, but they really did that off of about five minutes of actual footage and just kept reusing the same reaction clips and stuff over and over. They they did do that, but they also reshot a bunch of scenes on green yes. screens later. Yeah, to exactly. To pad it then even they, further. Yeah. yeah, to pad it even more. They had this beach 
location. They had done it. And, like, I feel like they had to have just been done the whole movie and been like, oh, my God, this is, like, 40 minutes. What are we going to do? And so they just went back and just, like, added all of this extra green screen stuff just to pad the runtime. Like, it was like... Uh, it's like a university student suddenly, like, getting a page into their essay and realizing that they need more and then starting, like, double spacing and, like... Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, halfway through, they start but, doing that. I mean, that. You've, done, you've done that before, really right? Weird. Like, in Word, this was a trick I learned in college. In Word, you can actually change the size of the period to one size higher, and it looks the exact same from 12 to 14, but it's spaced out slightly further, extending your... Yeah, exactly. They kind of started doing all of did. these little tricks like that. Yeah, I fucking and they hate get, it. But way more obviously. Yeah. Way more obviously. Because the they green even screen the is same terrible. Green screen scenes too. Like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, even that they but reused. They, they eventually add in Buddy to the team because reasons. Yeah, you call this the loophole, but I don't want to call it that. Because, like, there's... For the loophole to work. So what I mean by the loophole is that it's like, there's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't play basketball. And they kind of get the setup for that, but then they don't do it. What they do is she's like, oh, I know somebody who can play basketball. And then she runs off, and they show Omen Child come yeah, pottering through. And all of the kids are, the like, kids are oh, like, oh, no, no, no not the Omen they can't child. be serious. Oh, and then they show the grandma coming through, and they're like, oh, even worse. And then they show <laughs> the dog, and all the kids go, yay, this makes total sense. And it's like... Wait, what? Wait, does it? <laughs> does this make sense? They just passed on the two actual human people and settled on dog. Like, human? No, nah, can't be that person. Oh, human? No, no, can't be that. Dog, yes. Dogs play volleyball. That's yep. perfect. Yep. And everybody just accepts this. All the, like, opponents' teams accept this. Like, the coach accepts it immediately. No, okay. They're just like, oh, the dog hold plays on, volleyball. Okay, on. sure. You called him the coach. You called him the coach. That is yes. Scott Coach. That is not just any old coach. That coach listens to ska, goes out to the concert hall afterwards, and gets his skanking shoes on, and fucking listens to Real Big Fish. You know goddamn well that's what he does. He was half skanking in every scene that you, he was you in. You call him ska coach, and that's you true. You like gotta it. call him ska coach every time. Goddamn. Oh, he was real weird. He was trying... So, like, the characters, the main yeah. children, are all so bad at oh, acting. terrible. And they're so flat. Well, they're, Sports they're not Screech all is... terrible. They're not all terrible. Sports Screech has a little bit of it. Sports Screech, like you want to know who was actually the good child actor? It was the character that left ten minutes into the movie. <laughs> the yes, friend yeah, the, that moves the to California. That was the good actor in this film. Yeah, that was she was child. much better. But they're all really, really flat. And so then when you yeah. suddenly have this guy who's really flamboyant ska coach next to them, it's so off-putting. It's real weird. Ska coach loves puns, too, by the way. Mm. <laughs> mm. Ska coach. Ever gotta love ska coach. Oh, man. But yeah, they, they get Buddy in the most ridiculous way possible, and they're all fine with it. And there's not a loophole. They're just like, oh, yeah, a dog. All right, let's add him to <laughs> It just, it just happens. And, and we immediately just go back to volleyball shots again. And this oh. is where they get really egregious with the green right. screen. I, like, I, wrote down, I wrote down, this is definitely volleyball, which means there yeah. was at least 20 minutes of volleyball to the point where after 20 minutes of volleyball, we were like, man, can we just go back to the family shit no one cares about? Yeah, I well, we had talked, like, it took 21 minutes right. of this film to see the first volleyball, and then it took, like, another 20-plus minutes for us to actually get to, like, the dog playing it yeah. at all. 
And then we are immediately like, okay, there we go. We finally did it. We've gotten to Spike's back. There's volleyball stuff happening. And then 10 minutes after that, we're like, oh, God, please let the volleyball stuff in. <laughs> and it went on for another 30 minutes of volleyball it stuff. Like, going. it just kept going forever. All right. Forever and ever. We're like an hour 10 in, hour yes. 15. And yeah. an hour 15 in, we are finally reintroduced to the best part of the movie. Which is Wolverine and the Blob finally getting back to their goddamn heist for this diamond <laughs> we forgot about. Our X-Men heist movie finally happens again. Oh my and god. You always forget that there's a heist movie in here because there's so much garbage in between it. And then the heist movie happens and you're like, oh, yeah, heist movie, I forgot. This is, this is so great. good. It's so dumb. It's amazingly dumb. It is absolutely dumb and dumber too, by the way. Oh, like, it's so good. It's yeah. like a mixture of home, dog home alone with dumb and dumber. <laughs> like, yeah, this, yeah. so they go and they catch Buddy. Using the, the parrot, yeah. Yes, so they like it, they, they have how to meow, meow. Yep. I guess. I don't yeah, know why and so he runs after it. But all right. This kind of seems like it's. You know this bird? Like uh. Oh my god, their faces. It's so good. This is like Dumb and Dumber. It's totally. Yeah, that was like a big plot point that all the dogs run after the bird when it meows, and, and, and then, so they did that. And, and they then catch they the take dog. the dog to the museum, hiding it underneath a tarp with this very clearly fake tail <laughs> sticking out as they go past <laughs> the a so sleeping Paul Blart mall cop with a fucking sandwich on his chest. Because of course, Paul Blart mall cop, Paul Blart mall cop, Paul Blart mall cop. <laughs> Mall blart, <laughs> call blop. The lol, the lol call mall blop. <laughs> I'm, I'm a beer and a half in. All right. <laughs> so, so quad blop, blow a blop, goes yes. and he's sleeping there and they kind of move it past him. They've got this really fake tail going and then they pull off the tarp off of Buddy and... Everybody just knows that this dog, this dog is just a person. Like, right. they just talk to him. They go, okay, if you want to see your parent alive again, you've got to go through the vents and steal the gem for us. And they just explain it to him in English. And he just gets it. He's just like, oh, okay, yeah, got to do it. Well, the parrot's a hostage. Well, like, he fully understands our world. It's amazing. But yeah, so this dog just gets, it gets everything. Like, this dog is super dog. It has every ability. It's incredible. So they retreat the dog, to, right? Yes. With yeah, the, because they're going to kill the parrot if the dog mm -hmm. doesn't do their mission impossible shit and steal the diamond they get the dog to go through a vent it goes to the other side past the lasers and then has an existential moral quandary about yes. if it should do crime or not yeah it really does like it this is incredible this is why i love it so much like this dog is just a person like it's so yeah. wild because it's it pauses like it goes to reach for the gym and then it's like and looks yeah, back at the guys, and then it, like, flashbacks to the cop, basically. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, like, I can't do this. It's <laughs> against the good boy code. Am oh. I going to be a bad boy? It's uh, so good. So, so our good boy is a bad boy, but he's extremely adorable and getting back through those lasers, so it's okay. Yeah, I love that oh they Oh, my God, it's so cute. 
it's great the way that they do this scene that they have to get this dog so that it can go through the vents because there's all this laser grid and you can't go through the lasers. So the dog goes through the vents and grabs the gem. And then they're like, okay, now come back through the lasers. And it's like, wait. What? But what? <laughs> like, yeah. The whole point of this was that you couldn't get through the damn lasers. And I was really mad at that for about like 10 seconds. And then they had the scene of, like, the dog, like, rolling under lasers, like, crawling over them. And it was the most adorable stuff. Like, none of it's CGI. It's all actual dog. Like, I mean, the lasers are just added in effects, uh, they're right? They're definitely added like, in. Well, the dog but, has but, like, the dog is itself. Over, though. They, they, yeah, they, like, they must have pulled a, a string or something for the dog to it, go over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, they've, it's like an actual dog doing, like, little cute dog tricks. We're, yeah. like, invited to this scene that's... It's a dumb setup for the scene, but man, the dog's adorable. I loved it. It was great. There is no problem with that. The, the so it does like escapes, this whole Mission Impossible right? thing through it. Yes. The bird actually pulls itself free, though, while they're watching the dog. And then the dog, like, is allowed to escape. Yeah. Uh, to so, be fair, I would also watch the dog in that scenario because it was yes. adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was amazing. But, it was so adorable. Yeah, the parrot gets away and starts meowing. And of course, meowing sets off dogs, which was previously known in the scene where all the dogs ran through town causing an evil havoc because of Satan. And yes, the dog runs off with the gem and our two heroes <laughs> will free yes. them the block. Our heroes. Absolutely. <laughs> heroes Absolutely our heroes. They, they saved movie. this movie. They were superheroes because saving this movie <laughs> is a superhero effort. Yes. They were amazing. <laughs> but, like the dog actually jumps so up. You missed good. kind of the best part about that scene oh, really? though, because like, well, he goes the the parrot meows and Airbud like jumps up and like shoves the guy's head into the lasers. Oh yeah, they have this like great slapstick moment of that, like bounces head off the floor and it wakes up Paul Blart and then they have this whole chase scene of like Mulblar, Paul Mulblar, and... Paul Bart. Yeah, <laughs> running down the streets, like chasing <laughs> after them, and them chasing after the dog, and and then they go to the carnival, which was set up earlier, and, and this is where it's dog home alone. Yeah, this is so good because the dog it's is so great. fucking sadistic in this. Scene. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, and this is where you finally got to check off cartoon shit. Cartoon we had shit waited happened. so long for it to happen, but it finally did. It was absolutely wacky, over the top cartoon shit. They go on this little kid's carousel, and the dog starts, like, cranking it up to, like, super fast and spinning them around faster and faster just to, like, Not I don't know. Not only super fast. Busy. They go fast, then they go super fast, and then they go to plaid. What? Although I did, oh, like, this is amazing. Like... He's gonna oh. start. This is so good. I love this. <laughs> Way better than the rest. Oh my god, he's doing shit! This is cartoon shit for sure. <laughs> Yo, this, this definitely counts as cartoon shit. I feel like... So is the dog now home alone in them? Yes! Like, is that what's going is. on? Like, this is the dog home alone now. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, why dog? Yeah, this is super cartoon shit now. <laughs> I kind of feel like Wolverine should have a mullet, but he doesn't. Like, That's the very, character looks very, like very it. cartoon shit. Oh my god, this is. <laughs> I was expecting way more of this in the movie, but they saved it all for the X. 
It would have been a way better movie if there was more of this. Yeah. It's really dumb, but like, it's fun. This dog is an incredible genius. Yeah. Just like Ty Tuesday. Boy genius. <laughs> but he's a dog idiot, and this dog is not an idiot. Because yes. it's so fast that they're spinning in a pattern that creates a plaid picture on screen. Just like fucking space <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the dog immediately stops them. They fly off, and one of them literally vomits on the other, which I can't even say because it's like fucking ridiculous. I really thought they were gonna start doing like both of them vomiting back and forth on each other. The setup was there. This extended yep. scene of them vomiting all over each other in this gross-out moment. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't didn't. believe that they actually zoomed in on the vomit on him after oh just covered in vomit. I didn't couldn't believe they went there. Oh. I thought they might like have them do like a but like they just go for the whole gross out. It was wonderful. But like the dog knows to press the emergency <laughs> brake and everything. The dog, like the dog is just fucking with the it's got like this whole thing. And then it runs directly to the cop. There's this ancient sheriff. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, played by an actor that you know, uh, Patrick Ch Cranshaw was his yeah. name. The guy who played Blue in Old School and was also the hobo in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yes, and that so guy. the dog runs directly to him and gives him the gem. And like, then there's another horror fucking Satan, like, vision moment? <laughs> what? Yes. What? Where, yeah, where the, the guys are really dizzy, so they're seeing everyone in multiples, and the cops, like... Stop! Like, I've got you! But then, like, the Omen kid's like, on the okay. other side, and they run and see we, him, and they go, Oh, God, out, we're surrounded! We should point out that Patrick Cramshaw is, like, 90 years old and stumbling yes. after them. And it's really yeah, it's embarrassing, great. but, man, that seems great. <laughs> yeah, this they whole get scene caught, is really awesome. They get caught. It's way better whole, than most of the movies. That whole heist was completely pointless. There was no actual issue at all that related to the main story other than that buddy was gone for a little bit so they were losing the game but then buddy joins back and then they win the game and yeah, then they get this... money to go to california and then the whole format changes because they're no longer playing in teams and there's doubles and then the movie ends for no reason that was Airbud five and we need to rate some dogs in this movie yes. i have a couple dogs that we need to rate first of all Buddy, mm -hmm. if you were unaware, was only a single dog in the first Airbud movie. In every other Airbud movie through Airbud Five, it was a random assortment of various golden retrievers. So yeah, it is rate... the hive mind that calls yes. itself Buddy. We need to rate the hive mind <laughs> that is Buddy. I would rate the hive mind that is Buddy a thirteen out of ten because every time that golden retriever is actually on the screen, which is few and far between. It is fucking adorable. And, yes, this and dog is the fantastic. Mission Impossible scene alone is worth seeing for the dog. Oh, God, yeah, that scene is wonderful. This dog is fantastic. Well, these dogs. Yeah. These, these dogs, dogs this... that are conglomerate of one dog. <laughs> a a bud of dogs, as you might say. This hive mind esque dog horror is yeah. by far one of the best things in this movie, and is it's super adorable every time that it's on scene. Whether it's playing sports, whether it's doing like the whole Mission Impossible heist scene, mm. or just like eating ice cream, like they knew to try and put the dog everywhere. They didn't do as good of a job of it as they should, but yeah, at least the dog had some good scenes. That was nice. All right, how would you rate it though? The movie? No, the dog. 
I would have to not give give a number if you want. I I have to give this dog like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to give it only uh, 11 out of 10 because it did go back and snitch. Like, it's a good (laughs) dog. But like, hey, listen, it snitched. Wolverine and Blob were the best people in this movie. They were our heroes. And this dog fucking betrayed them. It stabbed them in the back. They were just two down-home guys looking to make a big score. This dog just couldn't help them out for five goddamn minutes and just give them the gem and then walk away. All right. What did it have at stake? It just was a snitch. I'm going to have to dock at points for that. <laughs> 11 out of 10. No, I'm going 9 out of 10. Nine this out is a decent Jesus. This is a decent dog, but it's snitch. It, so it, it, you were it betrayed the two best people dogs. in this film. It betrayed the two best people in this film, and that's not okay. <laughs> it gets docked points for that. It's adorable, but it is a snitch. All right. All right. Second dog is the collection of all of the dogs that appear during the pet sitting moments because there are like 10 of them i honestly can only and yeah i I can only give this a five out of ten they were just regular dogs and it was always with omen child it all was just like back and forth reaction shots with like just this kid playing with them and i hated that kid so much so much more than i liked the dogs yeah yes yeah. It dragged everything down with those dogs. It was horrible. Th- those dogs could have really upped their acting skills, and maybe they'll be better in the next film. But I, yeah. I would also I'm... give like a seven out of ten. They were okay. The uh, maybe next time. mayhem maybe next scene time. from this movie pales in comparison to the mayhem scene in the Karate Dog. The right. mayhem scene in Karate Dog had a lot of really cute stuff with dogs like jumping on people and stuff. That's and this one just has them running. It's just kind of bland. And the last dog we have to rate is Chevy Chase. Yes, Chevy Chase appeared in this film, and I'm going to have to give Chevy Chase a uh, look at the chassis on that la- out of a lassie. Out of 10? i got to give him a chassis out of a lassie. That's what I have to rate Chevy Chase. I give him Paul Blart, Mall Blart out of 10. Would you like to rate this film? No. 